As the fourth period began, Denver's determined offense still needed more restoration work from Norris Weiss. What it got instead was a demolition job from the doomsday defense. hard to believe that MF Doom never sampled this. Like I feel like this should have been a beat on the, the, the Operation Doomsday album. And MF Doom should have been spitting over this with his non-sequitur, monotone, polysyllabic flow. Now, I'm about to do a top five dead or alive on, on my power rankings heading into the NFL playoffs. But I always gotta give a shout out to 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 the late great John Facenda and the and and Steve Sable. Cause this NFL films back in the day, because now we're on what Super Bowl like 76. But back in the day when I was a kid, they would show a marathon on ESPN two of all of the NFL films that chronicled the Super Bowl. And it's not like 18 Super Bowls, like just back in the in it's Super Bowl 19, Super Bowl 20, Super Bowl 23. Now I'm a kid. So you could cram that all there 30 minutes. So you would cram that all into an evening. I would stay up all night, the night before the Super Bowl, watching and listening to, to all of these different Super Bowls and, and, and John Facenda's narrative. And I was so captivated by his voice and the way that he read and the way that his timing was impeccable. And then you see the brutality of the games. Football has changed so much differently since I was a kid. I mean, back then, you would have, you would not only have a Super Bowl, but NFL films, you would have, you would have Dick Buckus and you would have Deacon Jones. And they literally, like, they would body slam a running back on a toss sweep. Like, they would choke slam the running back coming out the backfield like the undertaker. And then they would spit on him. Then they would kick him in the balls. Like that was how football was played back in the day. Now you can't even sneeze. You can't even sneeze on Tom Brady. Like if you sneeze on Tom Brady, they will, they will hit you with a targeting penalty. You'll be suspended for the rest of the season. The game has changed so, so much over the course of time. And I'm very, I'm very thankful for, for NFL films and, and that was really the the soundtrack of my of my childhood, watching those games, watching the the old school highlights of of these great players, and and I would love, and with John Madden passing recently, I would love on those when they would shadow circle, the the defensive end coming off the block. So they would they would kind of with the film they would put they would put a circle, they would put an electronic circle and an arrow where this guy was about to meet the ball carrier. And I just used to love that, man, as a 9, 10-year-old watching that. And the scores of music, whoever put that music together was a genius. That was genius. I guess that was Steve Sable. The music 
combined with John Facenda was was phenomenal. It, it made you want to get up. I was a nine-year-old. It made me want to strap on my Indianapolis Colts Halloween costume and, and go out. And I'm an only child. I'd be outside playing football with myself. Probably looked like a complete tool. Probably like, who is this kid out there throwing throwing himself the football, catching the football, and tackling himself? That's a little bit of uh, nostalgia. Top five dead or alive. So we're going to go to the music. Top five dead or alive. These are these are the five teams that I have ranked, the five best teams that I have ranked going in to the NFL playoffs. And I'm not necessarily saying that, that these teams are going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm saying that if I had Vegas odds, then I would put my odds on these teams to win the Super Bowl. Number five. I let it with the, the with the doomsday defense for a reason. I really like the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the four-letter network has this policy, basically, that if they want to drive up listenership, Skip and Shannon do this too. You want to drive up listenership, you talk about the Dallas Cowboys, you talk about LeBron James, you talk about Tom Brady, you talk about the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox, whoever the flavor of the week is. And there, there are certain buzzwords. If you talk about those people, you're always going to have a successful show and you're going to have clicks and listens. You're going to have sound bites, all of that stuff. I'm not doing this for clickbait. I actually think that the Cowboys are better than advertised. I think that they've been worse than advertised for many years. I don't think that Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback. I think he's a B-plus quarterback. But if you look at that team, they're loaded. On both sides of the ball, you got CeeDee Lamb, you got Amari Cooper. On defense, you got Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs. You got two absolute studs early in their career, not making a lot of money. This is a loaded and balanced team that can go out and score 40 or 50 points. They can win a game 21 to 17. I think that the Cowboys are on a mission. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think that they're going to make a pretty deep run into the Super Bowl. They had some bad games. They went through a bad stretch, but they had they were decimated by injuries and COVID, and they had a stretch where they were like 3-3. Three and three. And I know that the NFC East is trash. No offense, those listening on WOL to the Washington football team, but I really like the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, they're, they're going to have a really good run in the postseason, in my opinion. Number four. A lot of people would think that this team should be higher, but, but I'm going with the Green Bay Packers at number four, man. I don't trust Aaron Rodgers in NFC championship games. It's not a knock on him. He's a savant. He's arguably the most talented and accurate quarterback that we've ever seen up there with the Mannings and the Bradys and the Elways. He fought through this broken pinky toe, and I've broken my pinky toe, so you're trying to run around with that. That's not easy to do, but I just don't have any faith in him. Uh, we know that annually they find a way to lose in the in the semi in the NFC divisional round or the NFC championship. We know that either Tom Brady or Dak and the boys or someone are going to roll into Lambeau and they're going to they're going to knock the Packers off the sticks. We just know that. Like that's they're not their brand isn't losing in the first round. They don't they don't choke at home like Peyton Manning would choke at the RCA dome. They're not that team. They're not the Dallas Mavericks back in the day of 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 football, but we know that when they get to the NFC Championship game that they're probably going to lose. And they're probably going to find a way to lose, even though that on paper they should win the Super Bowl. And I 
and that's kind of frustrating because you have you have Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, and it's very possible this is Aaron Rodgers' last year in Green Bay. Could be his last year, period. And you have both of them, and, and you only won two Super Bowls. That's that's not awesome. You had you've had thirty consecutive years of Hall of Fame caliber quarterback play, and only won two Super Bowls. I'm a Colts fan. We had Peyton Manning, one Super Bowl. Now we're stuck with Carson Wentz. I'm sick to my stomach over it every single day. Number three, the Chiefs, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pontificate on this. I just don't believe. I know that Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, they're up for the challenge. My rule of thumb, and I said this at the beginning of the year, you don't go to the Super Bowl three years in a row. It just doesn't happen in the NFL. Um, it's too it's too physically taxing. It's too difficult. Teams have too much film on you. You're playing against a group of 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 alpha males and superstars. Everyone that plays in the NFL are are people that have statues of them at their at their high school and, and, and colleges. And I actually believe that if they weren't playing the Steelers at home in the first round, I think the Chiefs would I would pick them to lose. I don't, I don't think they're gonna lose to the Steelers. Because Mike Tomlin is genius, and that's not a playoff team. That's a team that should be five and twelve or six and 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 eleven. And Mike Tomlin got them into the playoffs. But I'm just not very high on the Chiefs. I think people people know how to guard Hill. They know how to guard Kelsey. Uh the Chiefs prove that they can win with defense, but they're just not. I, I just think the rule of thumb is you don't go to the Super Bowl three years in a row. It just doesn't work that way in the NFL. NFL means not for long, if you ask Jerry Glenville. Number two, this is the team that I thought was going to win the Super Bowl this year, and that's Bill's Mafia. Now, Bill's Mafia, they bottomed out when they got hammered by the Colts, and that was that was a, a gut check for them. And then the next week, they remember they played that game in the wind, in Buffalo and they couldn't pass the ball because there's like Gale Force wins. So they looked like a team that was worse than they really were. But the truth of the matter is the Bills have gotten themselves together. They remind me a lot of the Jerome Bettis Steelers team that won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. That they kind of had a rough year. They had some ups and downs, but they were peaking and healthy going into the playoffs. And I think that Bills Mafia I'm picking them to come out of the AFC. I think that they're the best team in the AFC. I like Josh Allen. I don't think that he's a like all-time great, but his ability to 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 throw in the win, his ability to be mobile, I think that they have the right playbook, they have the right playmakers, they have the they have the perimeter speed and they have the talent on defense. And then number 1, I'm always going with with Tom Brady, man. I I it's just like Alabama football. These power rankings People get power rankings con- confused with. Um, I pick the teams that are that are best teams. I don't pick it based on record. I think that that's insane. So if a team, if a team in the NFL gets off, like P- the Pittsburgh Steelers were eleven and zero last year, and I was like, this is not a very good team. I don't care what the record is. They played a lot of bad teams. They beat bad teams. It's just like the 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 in college football. It's like the Alabama Cincinnati theory. Like I don't I don't. I'm always going to rank Alabama first. If Alabama comes out and they lose their first game next year, you think I'm going to drop Alabama to seventh or eighth because they lost the game? Like they lost to Texas A&M. You think that Texas A&M is better than Alabama? You think that they were ever the fourth best team in in, in college football at any point in the year? Like you think that you think that Cincinnati 
is better than Ohio State because Ohio State lost twice. I don't even think that Michigan is better than Ohio State. I think if, if Ohio State plays that game on a neutral field where it's not snowing and they can spread out and go five wide, I, I think it's a different outcome. There's no way that Cincinnati is better than, in my opinion, Oklahoma or better than Baylor or, or better than some of these other teams that they made it into the college football playoffs. So my, my rankings are based on – I just look at the rosters – and at the end of the day, man, I'm I'm Ryan with I don't I don't like Tom Brady. I'm not I'm not someone that he was a Patriot. I hate him. I'm a Colts fan, but 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 Tom Brady has proven it. I think Arians, you see that Arians is not a phenomenal leader. He's kind of a jerk. You saw how they handled the A B situation. Not professional. That kind of animal house culture. But that team, you got Brady with Gronk. He could throw to anybody. He won, he won Super Bowls. Throwing to Rache Caldwell, rest in peace. He won Super Bowls throwing out the backfield to James White. Like he's taking fifth, sixth round picks and, and won Super Bowls. I'm I'm going with Tom Brady until the wheels fall off because it's Tom Brady. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 